Hello and welcome to the How To Money podcast. We're a financial education podcast for young Australians aimed at opening up the conversation around money. I'm Kate and I'm here with my co-host Susan and following on from last week's episode about developing a savings mindset, today we're here to discuss the things you should consider before spending money. Right, so it's the opposite side of the coin, isn't it? We talked about saving, now we're going to talk about spending. Because yeah. that's what we all like to do. Spending's it? inevitable, but there's some things we think you should think about before you actually do make your next purchase or pull out your credit card or debit card. Yep, and uh, we do it all the time, whether it is on a direct debit, through cash, through um, credit cards and debit cards. So what do you think we should think about when we spend? Is there any research? Have you got any thoughts on this? I think we should first sort of think about why why we actually spend money. Mm-hmm. And I've sort of spending's a big part of our everyday lives. And sort of I've been I've been thinking over the last week about the reasons why we actually spend money. Yeah. And I've sort of come up with four. Okay. Uh, which are spending based on a need. Yes. Such so, as water, food, electricity, rent. So most of us got a fair bunch of needs. So that's our Bottom line spending, we have to spend that every month to survive or, or maintain yeah. ourselves, right? You, you may be able to lower these, but sort of at a baseline, they're non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. You need them. Then second one, spending based on a want, such as eating out, travel, entertainment, buying that new book, yep. etc. Yep. So there again, we'll all need to do some of that. Otherwise, life's a bit miserable. Yeah. Um, but so that's sort of discretionary. But it's mm. how much in that discretion we, we do have a lot of mm. say in our mindset about how much we go out to eat. Is it going to be the cheapest place around, the middle or the top of the line? Mm. So the third one is spending based on emotion, ah. such as boredom, sadness, yeah. guilt, loneliness, desire, and escape mechanism. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of emotions coming to spending. And if you ask anyone in marketing, it's all about how to play on people's emotions. So- and one of the big examples that came up for that one is airports, Lon- um, sort of loneliness and boredom. Yep. No, you're you're stuck in shops. a layover for two, three hours. Prices are mm. all elevated there. Mm-hmm. Going mm-hmm. to duty free, going mm. to cafes yep. with expensive yep. menus, yep. just uh, walking around to keep yourself entertained. You often will wander into shops and uh, just yeah. pull out the car. And the other interesting one that, that plays, because I'm at airports a lot, is almost that you feel you have to shop just because everyone else is. It's really bizarre. And you sort of think, why aren't I shopping when everyone else is? Or if you're in Hong Kong, it's like, I've got to go shopping because that's what you do in Hong Kong, which is really silly, isn't it? Mm. And sort of the fourth one is spending based on your environment. Yes. So peer pressure, group think, social pressure. Yep. Um, everyone else is doing it. You kind of have to or you feel like you need to mm-hmm. um, to fit in with the group. Yes. Sometimes these are good things and sometimes not as good. So if everyone's going out. For a lunch, you don't want to be the one person not eating. Mm. Mm. Um, but sometimes you're like, oh, I need the better car because everyone else in my work has the better car. Yep. Or so. this week, if everyone goes off to schoolies and uh, going to a very expensive place, let's say at Byron Bay, and you're the only one who can't afford it, 
what are you going to do? You know, by the time you pay for your airfare and your your week there and probably a bit of alcohol and food, you're under a lot of pressure to come up with the money. Mm. You've got it or not. And sort of, so the environment also has, your environment has a big impact on why you spend. And I was wondering if that was a bit different to the emotion category. I think so. Mm. I think they're different to mm. spending based on feelings of boredom or loneliness or guilt. I think mm. social pressures are quite different. Yes. Yes, and, and again, with that boredom, loneliness, guilt, we often can go shopping by ourselves. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to go with someone, but if you don't have anyone, it's still an activity you can easily do on your own and you don't feel odd that you're on your own because it's lots of other people on your own. Mm. Whereas sometimes going to eat, to eat on your own, you feel a bit awkward. But, boy, you can always go shopping, and especially for a woman. Hey, that's one thing. You can buy shoes on your own. You can buy dresses. You don't need companionship. And now with online shopping, I think spending based on an emotion has become even bigger. Oh, isn't it? Um, so often often you're browsing the web, you see a sale and you're like, oh, I need this, where it's maybe not a want, but you're just a bit bored mm. or you want to think about something else. So... Oh, because it's on special. Yeah. Oh, come on. How many of that? What's Black Friday all about? Or yeah. 50% off means you're still paying... Yeah. For 50% of something you weren't planning to buy before. Oh, you before. buy two for one. I mean, you know, and there we're all shopping. Well, is it because we really needed it or because we want to be involved? Mm. And there's almost a bit of emotional play. Oh, you've got to get it today because this weekend's the sale and next week it'd be full yeah. price. So, And marketers of all these brands mm. know that. They mm. know what they can do to get you to click on that buy now button and put your card details in, yep. click PayWave, PayPal, mm. et cetera. And I think spe- thinking about which of those four categories your spending falls into before you pull out that card really helps you to slow down your consumption cycle and uh, start to consciously think about your expenses mm. and mm. what you're spending money on. Mm. Now, we're mm. certainly not saying spending based on an emotional want or your environment is bad. No. But we want you to think about yeah, it's not why, a judgment. Why you're spending that and, money. And it's really important. It's a bit like overeating. You know, they do a lot of analysis now. Are you eating because you're you're bored? Are you eating you're depressed and things? I've certainly and done so, the yeah. sorry for myself binge eat yeah. before many times. Yeah, so we all do that in, in food. It's well known we do that in shopping. So I think it's really good one to think if you are, are a bit of that shopper, shopaholic, um, what's triggering it? And uh, is there something else you can do? Can you go to the gym? Can you do a yoga session? Can you just walk away from that computer and go for a walk in the park if it's four o'clock on a Sunday and you think you're mm. about to press the button? Or put and... a spending cap on your cards, which you can now do, often through online apps of your financial oh, okay. institution. No, I have a cap one. on my card. Yep. Yep. It's a bit awkward sometimes when you uh, hit that cap oh, and it gets enough. declined at the store and you, you get a text message saying, oh, you've gone over your spending cap. Oh, like, oh thanks. Thanks, yeah. Bank. Thanks. Yeah. That was helpful. Yeah. But it, it could be. It reminds you because you go, oh, yeah, yeah I forgot I spent this, this, mm. this and this this I week. think I think with my financial institution, with my card, I I turned on the settings to get reminders when I spend over $100. Mm. So mm. it sort of reminds you you actually did spend the money because I think often with um, credit cards, debit cards, mm. you sort of forget that you're spending your money. Yeah. Yeah. Or, credit cards and I, money, I have but... one that goes in you know a hundred dollars that goes into a little um debit card and i use that for coffees and all so that your, your wristband yeah you have a wristband i have case. a wristband um and um if i keep that for coffees and and lunches and all that really small discretionary stuff 
if if it gets declined, I know, oh, I've spent my $100 over the fortnight or the month. And then it reminds you, you actually end up spending a lot just on having cups of coffees. Mm. And, you and know, all those little things add up. Yeah, 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 you know. And so it's a way of me keeping track on just how much, you know, the little cake here, a sausage roll there and coffees somewhere else do add up and and do I want to cut that back a bit or am I happy to spend my hundreds as it works out to over months on coffees Mm. Um, and I would I know very quickly that if I really want to you know tighten up my saving that would be an area I could cut so once sort of you've identified which category your spending falls into of that Mm. need want emotion or environment Mm -hmm. I think then sort of there's three questions that I've sort of talked to a few people about. I think there are good three questions to start with now. No, by no means an official process, but definitely a good start. So mm-hmm. three questions that you should sort of ask yourself before you spend money. Okay. Um, so the first one is why are you really spending this money? Is it based on an emotion, need, want, or a social pressure? Yep. So that should be relatively easy to, mm. to identify for most of us. Unless well, sometimes got... you say, oh, it's because I'm hungry. But no, it's actually because I'm bored. Yes. Or yes. I'm feeling sorry yeah. for myself. Yeah. Yes. So just work that one out. And, yeah. uh, and But, you know, the needs are pretty basic, so they should be easy to identify. Yeah. And then the wants, it starts getting into the what do I really want as opposed to why do I want it in that sense. Mm. So, okay, first question. Why um, am I doing it? So mm. the second one, what value do you place on this item or service? And is it going to be worth the time you spent earning that money? Mm. Yeah, so what's your roughly after tax? Um, yeah, find that helpful to break down and try and gonna take you if half you have a, a day. full-time earning, try mm. and work out what approximately your mm. earnings per hour are after mm. tax. Yep, and, and then you buy can... your 40 hours or 38 or whatever you're working and then you've got your If you're about rate. to spend $100, you can say, well, is that worth five hours of staring at that computer screen at work doing whatever mm. it is you do? Mm. Um, mm, is yeah. it going to be worth it? Yeah. Are, you, are you happy to trade five hours of your time for this item or service? Yeah. Now, this, um, whatever the item or service you plan to get, it might be 20, 30, 100 hours of your time. But if you're going to value it and that item service is going to be useful for your life, uh, your environment, you may well think it is worth those time. And And that's a very personal decision. I mean, it might be a book you're going to love and read for, you know, 10 years or it might be a book you read in three hours and then toss it. You know, give it to the op shop. I was more thinking on the long lines of a car. Oh, well. That's going to be many, many hours of your time. But second hand one. If it's yeah. going to help you bring yeah. value to your life mm. and you're happy to trade mm. those yeah. your time for that vehicle. Yes. That you asset, might say well that'll last happy. me 4 years. I use it uh, five times every week so you can actually work out a rough daily cost mm. of that car over the 4 years. But don't forget when you're looking and the car's a good example. It's not just the cost of the car. You've got all those ongoing services that you've got to add in, and that changes the equation dramatically. Mm. Whereas if we uh, go back to my book example, you don't have any extras. The book yes. is the book. You don't have to add petrol to it. 
Same like a dog, you know. It's not just dog is for a lifetime. You've got vet bills, you've got food bills. A dog's not just a Christmas present. Yeah. Remember so, that this year. Um, and that's a really good thing to look at the item. Is that the total package cost? Or is it like buying the lawnmower? It's not going to work unless you actually put the petrol in or the mm. power source. So remember to think about all those when you're doing that calculation of cost and value to yeah. you. It's mm. going to keep... And I know a lot of people forget about the car issue. I've seen that a lot. They get the car, yay! And then you get all those bills or maintenance and Insurance, service, tyres. And really don't actually like the car anymore. No, no. Okay, Mm. so. And the third one is if you left that shopping cart, the store, the shop right now, would you still remember this purchase uh, in one month? Before you brought it? Yeah. Would you still be thinking about wanting it in one month's time or... Whichever amount of time works for you, maybe a week, you change your mind quickly. And would you still pay for it? Yeah, it's a fashion move. And and that's another way to look at it is perhaps go um, look at your wardrobe, look at your shoe collection and and say to yourself, are there a lot of clothes I haven't really worn? I bought them on impulse. I bought them online. They don't fit. They don't feel right. Let's be honest. I really would rather have the money right now than that item. If I could convert them all into cash again. And then you go, maybe I'm buying a little bit too hastily. Maybe I actually would have been better not to buy that impulse shopping. And it's a good way of looking at perhaps your behaviours to to look around the room Mm. and sort of think, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I really didn't need to buy a lot of money sitting in my bookshelf on my floor under the bed. And just say to yourself, maybe I've got a little issue in shopping I'm buying because, Mm. you know, I've got loneliness, depression, impulse. Um, So perhaps stopping back when you get to that cart and press the button to say, remember all those other items that are sitting unloved in my room? Or, you know, what is my pattern of behaviour? And Mm. look at that. And don't forget, while we're talking about saving, maybe some of those items you can put on one of those uh, websites yeah. and start selling them. And the quicker you sell them before they get out of date, you know, mm. that old iPad, that old iPhone or, or any other's phone, let's sell them now while mm. we can. And you'd be surprised what you can get for some things. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just sort of thinking about if I didn't buy it now, I came back and I thought about it in a month's time, would I still really need it and would I still fork over the same price for mm. it? Mm. Mm. And I guess that's the trick that sort of the recent Black Friday sales and all the sales <gasps> use on you. Yeah. They they say, oh, it's only going to last for 24 hours, 48 mm. hours. You're not going to get this deal again. You're going to get the deal again. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> you never before seen sales, but there will they'll be that. Yeah. Um, most stores are having sales pretty regularly nowadays. Yeah. It's pretty and common. Especially if you're online, they notify a new store yeah. every you can couple of months, you know, um, watch lists now. 40% off, 50% um, off. But the marketers play on that. They mm. they play on the fact that you're going to need, want, want I mm. wouldn't say need, but want that item right now and mm. you think you're going to miss out. So mm. that's how they get you. But get you need to stop Christmas. and think and say, if, if mm. I left my shopping cart online, abandoned it right now, would I still fork out all that money in a month's time and the and, other and maybe other... the answer is yes yeah yeah but and... the other good thing you were telling me is you actually 
cut some of those emails that you get that tell you about the 40% yes. sales and the yeah. 50% sales. I did sales. have a bit of an online shopping problem earlier last year. So um, I found that unsubscribing to all pretty much Every all the emails <laughs> that I was getting really helped. And um, doesn't stop reminding you, pushing that yeah. idea, buy this, buy this, it's on sale, look at this new pretty item. And, and the more I stay away from shops in the city, that helps as well. Yeah. Um, I find not seeing any of those sale emails helps. Yeah. I mean, one got through the other day and I saw it and I clicked on oh. <laughs> Have a look now. I didn't buy anything. Luckily, I was like, no, no, right. this is not even worth the sale. No. But um, it did, did make me want to click. And the marketers know that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're very clever at it and all. And they're going to get cleverer as they get deeper into data analytics yeah. and, and track your behaviours. And, and the ads from you. websites you browsed online <gasps> oh, follow, follow you, you onto your neck. So you might be looking oh. for uni research and the ad pops up yep. from the last website and you're like, it's reminding of you yeah, that purchase. And a week later like, it comes back again and said, you didn't finish your order. Yeah, and ones. some of them have like those abandoned cart emails oh, yeah. and says, have a look at all these items you left. Back. Now we'll give you 10% off if you go back. Yeah, yeah, and that's really spooky, isn't it? They're tracking yeah. you all the time. They so know everything. It'll be harder to resist them. Yeah. So you've really got to work out some strategies now yeah. because they will get clever at the wording, the imagery, the things that will target for your age, your gender, yeah. your behaviour, even more specific than just a general, oh, we've got 40% off. So I definitely recommend unsubscribing from a lot of those um, emails because that yeah. definitely helped me. The only one I, I still have is a supermarket because... That is a definite need, unfortunately. You know, milk, mm. butter, bread, and but they come can through. Pay less for groceries. That's always helps. Yeah, so they come through with the specials this month, and they're very clever because they're the specials that relate to what you buy. The, <laughs> the, the shop, so they're getting very targeted now, and um, so as more and more we'll get to that level, um, it is going to be harder to resist. Mm. And I think as it comes up to Christmas now. Uh, there'll be more sales in your face. Um, everyone will be saying, buy, me, buy this, buy me, spend money here. So I think it's more important now than ever to say, will I still want this in a month? Mm. Will I still want it in two months? Yeah. And also when you're thinking Christmas and buying gifts for people, we've got this, this then now this is one peer pressure, isn't yeah. it? You have to buy a gift for someone and you don't know what to buy them and you end up buying them probably a useless gift that they don't need, want, desire or anything. And what goes to the op shop, goes in the bin, and you're wasted money, and they haven't really got any joy or satisfaction because think, yeah, and Christmas, you have to. One of the really good gifts is those Oxfam Christmas cards where yeah, you can well um, buy yeah, a honorary chicken. chicken in their name, and yeah. you're donating twenty, thirty dollars to Oxfam, and you get a card that you can give them. Yeah, and, I think. And, and maybe we should look more at that, especially mm. when we don't know, rather than buy them another sort of boring box of chocolates, which no yeah. one actually needs. No, and it'll just, that'll get gifted to the next person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah. those these cookies that used to come in from a certain country every uh, every year that were always so stale when you got them. Oh, mm. dear. And, and I think we have to sort of resist that or find out if we can do research, if we can find a great gift that they're really going to love yeah. and need fine but if you can't if you're just buying something for the sake of wrapping something up and putting it under, under the tree, tree yeah i wouldn't yeah so say so maybe this year i really couldn't find anything or you know we'll i'll save up till i've got something that i really know you're going to want or mm. yeah suggest we all do you know 
a world vision or whatever, sponsor a child, you know, mm. save your money and say I'm, I'm paying it towards a sponsor child. So yeah. there's lots of different ways to show you care mm. and, um, you know, you're It's a very materialistic time coming up. I know, isn't it? Oh, I've got to get something. I've got to get something. Yeah. So if you can't find something someone actually will use or has mm. expressly mentioned that they might need, mm. if it's mm. just going to be another another mm. box of chocolates, maybe think about something like that, an Oxfam card. Yeah, or they, they talk about the terrible waste at Christmas, both mm. in food and in gifts. And pets. And in pets. The whole... Yeah. yeah, RSPCA, I think, has a lot of issues where po- people are getting puppies yeah. as a Christmas present like, tied in a nice bow in a box. And, and then a few months later. No one wants the puppy yeah. after that. Yeah. So, Yes, no, I always wanted to give give someone a really cute puppy, but uh, reality, it was not going to be no. a long-term solution. So, so I think in summary, it's just really important to think about why you're spending money uh, before you do. And it's, you're going to be spending money for all sorts of different reasons, and that's great. But just sort of it's good if you can articulate to yourself why you're spending that money mm-hmm. and ask yourself those three questions or you might develop your own set of questions that you just yeah. run through before you spend anything yeah so you've got a process to think about mm. the value judgment of that money because most of the time once you've sent it you know pay for it you can't get it back because they do say changing your mind is a not a good reason for a refund no no not not many stores not all stores do that not if you just change your mind. No, no only some do that. No, yeah. no, that's not really, really what the refund system's about. But as I said, look around your house, look around your room and see really what you've spent your money on and what you're still using mm. or what is um, going off to the op shop Yeah. or really you know, should be going to the op shop. So if you're not using it, sell it, send it to the op shop and let someone else find some value yeah. out of it. So I think to sum up, those three questions are, again, why are you spending this money? And based on those categories, uh, is it worth the time you spent earning it? And if you left it right now, would you still want this and pay for it in one month's time? So I've sort of summed up those questions in a blog post that's going up today. So I'll link that into the show notes. So certainly, if you want to send us some questions, catch us on Twitter at How to Money Australia. We're also posting stuff now on Medium, so I've linked that in the show notes as well. And if you enjoyed it, feel free to give us a review on iTunes. You've been listening to the How to Money podcast.